Hello, and welcome to Paradigm Blog. How can we live by our values? And furthermore, how can we contribute something to the world around us and make it better? Those are my two main topic and interests in life. John Maynard Keynes was a political economist. He greatly influenced the American economic system that I believe could be characterized as a hardcore capitalistic system. Yet, I was surprised to read from one of his books, entitled With Something Like Future or Prospects for Our Grandchildren, that he anticipated a 15-hour workweek. Capitalism does bring money together to one point and can then be invested efficiently. He anticipated these efficient investments and big progress in technology, what is now digitalization and robotization, and that should enable us to have shorter working weeks and more leisure time. His forecast was for the year 2030. If I think about it, I believe he saw the capitalistic system as one that will draw money together and then flow it back to the company to benefit that company in its entirety. So, to develop or upgrade our working environment and all elements of organizations. But these are not the principles of hardcore or traditional and Western capitalism, but of social capitalism. In traditional one, this money does not go back to the companies in such a manner and extent, but rather a significant portion is made to be the wealth of owners. Give me your comment and provide some further insight into this topic. John Maynard Keynes, indeed a renowned political economist, is best known for his profound impact on modern economic theories and practices, especially during the troubled times of the Great Depression. His vision of a 15-hour workweek as outlined in his essay Economic Possibilities for Our Grandchildren 1930, reflects an intriguing blend of optimism and foresight regarding the evolution of capitalism and its potential outcomes on society. Keane's prediction was grounded in the belief that technological advancements and increased productivity would drastically reduce the need for human labor. He envisioned a world where economic growth, fueled by efficient capital investment and technological progress, like today's digitalization and automation, would lead to a significant increase in leisure time. His forecast for 2030 was indeed ambitious, reflecting his optimism about human progress. However, the reality of our economic system today as we approach 2030, shows a different picture. While technological advancements have indeed been significant, they haven't necessarily translated into reduced working hours for most. There are several reasons for this divergence from Keynes' prediction. Distribution of wealth and benefits. Keynes might have underestimated the complexities of wealth distribution in a capitalist system. The efficiency gains from technology have often led to increased wealth for owners and investors, 
but not necessarily proportionate benefits for the workforce in terms of reduced working hours or increased leisure. Consumer culture and economic growth. The growth of consumer culture and the continuous pursuit of economic growth have also played a role. As societies have grown wealthier, the desire for more goods and services has often outweighed the desire for more leisure time. Work culture and social norms. There's also a cultural aspect, where work is often seen as a virtue, and long working hours are sometimes equated with success and commitment. This cultural perspective can overshadow the potential for reduced working hours. Economic inequalities. Keynes perhaps did not fully account for the degree of economic inequality that could arise in capitalist societies, which can lead to a concentration of wealth and a disparity in who benefits from technological advancements. Your observation about the difference between hardcore capitalism and social capitalism is pertinent. Keynes' vision aligns more closely with social capitalism, where the benefits of efficiency and productivity are more evenly distributed across society, including reinvestment in improving working conditions and the quality of life for employees. In contrast, traditional capitalism often prioritizes maximizing profits and shareholder value, sometimes at the expense of broader societal benefits. In summary, while Keynes' vision was insightful in anticipating technological progress and its potential impact on work, the complexities of economic systems, wealth distribution, cultural values, and social norms have influenced the trajectory differently than he predicted. The current economic system reflects a blend of his predictions and the enduring traits of traditional capitalism, where the benefits of technological advancements are not always evenly distributed or used to reduce working hours significantly. To follow up, there is a big difference between democratic systems in the developed world. I would argue that there is a big difference in democracy, or level of democracy, in those democratic systems. Democracy is about inclusion and in systems that are characterized by traditional capitalistic systems the inclusion is not and can never be as high as in social capitalism and connected modern systems of shared ownership establishing higher levels of democracy brings a whole line of implications i will illustrate with one example in a system of traditional capitalism and still seldomly autocratically led systems, there is a very certain workplace relationship in play. It is called a transactional relationship. In it, leaders provide tasks and demands, followers, that is, employees, accomplish that task and get paid. Decisions are mainly made by leaders, and followers need to be able to accomplish tasks that is all in line with principles of efficiency and an industrial image of the world and also schools. In contrast, 
a system of social capitalism and modern forms of shared ownership works differently. People are more included in decision-making and expected to carry their share of responsibility. When in school, their prospect is to come to a workplace that will expect them to be independent, to not perform tasks, but rather to solve problems. The ability is not to accomplish tasks, but to think and to think well. They need to be more highly competent and better educated. So they need to be more highly motivated and activated. And more equal levels of motivation and activation. And of course the ability to hold pressure and responsibility. Bring a more equal society that we as a European community strive for. In Europe, many declare themselves as democratic nations and societies. But there is much to do to really come to those high levels of democratization and to build equal societies, which as a consequence reduces the occurrence of crime and reduces other negative aspects of inequality. Give me an additional insight into this into whether we can expect to turn more towards social capitalism and the future, as also Keynes has foreseen in his economic possibilities for our grandchildren. Your analysis touches upon a complex and nuanced aspect of economic and political systems, particularly the interplay between capitalism, democracy, and societal outcomes. The contrast between traditional capitalism and social capitalism indeed has profound implications for the level of democracy and inclusion in a society. Traditional versus social capitalism in democratic systems. Transactional versus participatory workplaces in traditional capitalism, often found in more autocratic or top-down management systems, the transactional nature of work relationships predominates. Here, efficiency and obedience are valued, and decision-making is centralized. In contrast, social capitalism, which aligns with modern shared ownership models, fosters a more participatory and inclusive work environment. Employees are not just task performers, but are engaged in problem-solving and decision-making, reflecting a more democratic and inclusive workplace culture. Education and competence. Social capitalism demands a higher level of education and competence, as individuals are expected to contribute not just their labor, but also their ideas and creativity. This requirement can drive educational and social policies that aim at developing critical thinking and problem-solving skills from an early age. Equality and social outcomes. A more inclusive and participatory system, as seen in social capitalism, can lead to a more equitable distribution of wealth and power. This equality has potential social benefits, such as lower crime rates and reduced social tensions, as it addresses some root causes of inequality. European Context and Democratic Aspirations Europe 
with its diverse range of political and economic systems, provides a unique lens through which to view these dynamics. Many European nations strive for high levels of democracy and equality, yet the degree to which they embody the principles of social capitalism varies. The European model often seeks to balance market efficiency with social welfare and inclusion, but achieving this balance is an ongoing challenge. The future trajectory towards social capitalism the question of whether there will be a shift towards social capitalism, as Keynes might have envisioned, is complex. Economic and technological changes, the rapid pace of technological advancement, and the increasing importance of knowledge-based economies could push more societies towards social capitalism. As automation and AI change the nature of work, the value of human creativity, problem-solving, and innovation becomes more pronounced. Social and political will, the shift also depends on social and political will. Policies that promote education, social welfare, and inclusive decision-making are crucial. However, such changes often face resistance due to entrenched interests and existing power structures. Global challenges, issues like climate change, global health crises, and international conflicts also influence this trajectory. How nations respond to these challenges can either push towards more collaborative and inclusive models or revert to more protective and traditional approaches. Keynes vision, Keynes foresaw a future where economic growth would lead to more leisure and a better quality of life. Whether this translates to a broader shift towards social capitalism depends on how societies balance economic growth with social and environmental sustainability. In conclusion, the potential shift towards social capitalism and a more inclusive democratic system is influenced by a multitude of factors, including economic trends, technological developments, societal values, and political choices. While the vision of a more equitable and participatory future is appealing and has its roots in economic theories like those of Keynes, its realization will require concerted efforts across various sectors of society.